0: All right. Hello, my good friends in Christ. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is The Informed Catholic. And this is going to be episode 79. We are in the third week of Lent, the third week of Lent. So um, if you like this podcast and you enjoy it, please subscribe and share. I really would appreciate it. So uh, we're going to do the readings for wednesday of the third week of lent now this we are uh, for this podcast uh let me explain um i know uh, if you heard other episodes i've done stuff on the news um kept up with um scandals i'm still gonna do that but uh i really want to focus more on reading the scriptures interpreting the scriptures um because I think that's important. All right. Before we begin the readings, let me read something from Thomas Kempis. Thomas Kempis. Um, it's uh, fav- favorite prayers from the Imitation of Christ. And this particular prayer is from book one, um, chapter three of the, uh, I guess, from his Imitation of Christ. So it's called discerning the will of God. Uh, I just came across it. All right. Oh my God, you are the source of all truth. Join your heart to mine in union, of perfect love. Everything in this world that I read or hear or perceive causes me to be weighed down by an endless weariness. You alone are all that I wish for the only object of my desire, let those Who are renowned for their wisdom be silent in your presence may the whole of creation become mute so that the only voice I hear will be yours the more closely I attain union with you in the depths of my heart the more easily I will be able to perceive your grandeur for it is only through you that I can experience the light of understanding May my heart become steadfast in the simplicity of a pure love for you. Do not allow me to be burdened or distracted by a multitude of insignificant earthly tasks rather help me to achieve the goal of living in accordance with your will, not my own. I like that. That is absolutely beautiful. It is beautiful uh it has a lot of uh this book is actually from catholic book publishing there's some illustrations in it it's a nice simple cover red kind of like burgundy cover it has a cross on it with the alpha and omega uh it's um favorite prayers from the imitations of christ I, i i like it it's actually very um very good i like it and i thought that was a very good uh prayer to uh because to discern the will of God, that's very hard, but I like how it starts. Oh, my God, you are the source of all truth. Join your heart to mine in union of perfect love. Everything in this world that I read or hear or perceive causes me to, w- to be weighed down by an endless weariness. That comes from praying and reading Scripture especially the psalms the psalms are considered the prayer book of the church you read the bible pray the bible make it part of your daily life make it make the words of the scripture part of your daily vocabulary and you you learn it teaches us how to talk to god it's god's love letter to us but it's also god sharing his thoughts and his love for us and he and him and him explaining to us how he wants us to to follow him and it comes from constant prayer and constant familiar to be familiar to become familiar with the mind of god the heart of god it's true not even scripture could ever really give us completely the heart and mind of god but it's definitely god sharing his love his love and his thoughts for us we are experiencing God with the prophets. We are experiencing God with Abraham. We are experiencing God with Jacob, Isaac and Jacob. We're experiencing God with Moses. We're experiencing God with, with Joshua, we're, with the judges, with all of Israel. We're going through, we're walking through it. Um, Samson, Ruth, Samuel. You know, Solomon, the difficulties, their difficulties is our difficulties. Their their complications are our our complications. Their struggle to understand God is our struggle to understand God. Their struggle with sin is our struggle with sin. Their, Their sadness and their heartbreak is our heartbreak. Everything, they're human beings. They were real flesh and blood people. If you ever have an opportunity, look up in the sky. There's one thing in the night sky. Look at the stars and look at the moon. It's the same stars and the same moon that Moses, Noah, Adam, Jeremiah, Isaiah, David, our Lord Jesus Christ, Mary and Joseph, Peter, the apostles, the apostles and Paul, all of them saw the same moon and the same stars all of them breathed the same air that we breathed all of them walked on the same earth that we walk on it's the same world we live in i think yeah it's hard to look at the sun but i choose the moon and the stars because there's something quiet at night time I, I, I lived in the Holy Land as a kid with my grandparents. I lived in the Palestinian territory, and I, I, myself. Um, I remember looking up at the sun, the the moon, and the stars. I wasn't, I wasn't a Catholic at the time. I wasn't a Catholic at the time, but now I am. But when you look at the stars, I mean, trust me. The next time I go to the Holy Land. I am going to look at that moon and those stars at nighttime. There's some it, it, the Holy Land is beautiful. It's amazing how the temper, the temperature can drop at nighttime, uh, in some in some cases. And you, um, sometimes during the year, and you can look up at the moon and the stars, and it's beautiful because there isn't so many uh, lights like in the city. But you look it up, and the clouds, the clouds and everything. You 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 can. You know, you think about it. Wow, that is the same moon that Jesus looked at. That is the same moon that Mary and Joseph looked at. It's beautiful. And you know, this is a, this is a beautiful prayer. You alone are all that I wish for. You the only object of my desire. Let those who are renowned for their wisdom be silent in your presence. You know, there's a lot of people who who are who who are ivory Ivory tower scholars who come up with some weird interpretations of scripture sometimes i think they they just love the idea of saying things contradictory things and trying to make you feel stupid like they know more than you because they're supposed to have they have a some kind of title at the end of their name or something like that no don't don't the scriptures these people come and go there's a lot of scholars that come and go, and nobody, nobody will pick up their work. Sure, sure. Only, only these particular scholars, these ivory tower scholars. Um, I'm using the term ivory tower because that's what Taylor Marshall called them, like ivory tower Jesuits. People who like to shock and come up with weird uh, interpretations and weird theories and heretical ideas and stuff like that. But no, ignore them. The more closely I attain union with you in the depths of my heart, the more easily I will be able to perceive your grandeur. For it is only through you that I can experience the light of understanding. Yeah. The closer we gain to God, the closer the closer we can sense and experience and really know God that he's present. That's what we want. We want to, we want to experience and know the presence of God in our life. May my heart become steadfast in the simplicity of, of a pure love for you. Do not allow me to be uh, uh, to be to be burdened or distracted by a multitude of insignificant insignificant earthly tasks. Rather, help me to achieve the goal of of living in accordance with your will, not my own. That's beautiful. Okay, so let's begin with the act of contrition. And then we'll go to the readings. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thought and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, blessed Mary, ever virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elysion, Kiri elysion, Kiri elysion. Christe elysion, Christe elysion, Christe elysion. Kiri elysion, Kiri elysion, Kiri elysion. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, Guardian of the Church guardian of the fam- of families <that> and, and terror well, demons, pray for, Surely, for us. St. Peter, pray for us. St. Paul, pray for us. St. John the Apostle, pray for us. St. Andrew, pray for us. St. Mary Magdalene, pray for us. St. Thomas More, pray for us. St. John Fisher, pray for us. St. Athanasius, pray for us. St. Ambrose, pray for us. St. Augustine, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Francis of Assisi, pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And one more, I forgot. St. Michael the, the Archangel, pray for us and defend us from all evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So, let's go. And third week of Lent, Wednesday. Um... Let my steps be guided by your promise. May evil never rule over me. Psalm 119. Let my steps be guided by your promise. May evil never rule over me. Okay. Okay. The first reading for this weekday is Deuteronomy chapter four verse one to five and five to nine. Okay. Keep the commandments and your and your work will be complete. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people and said, Now Israel, hear the statutes and decrees which I am teaching you to observe, that you may live and may enter in and take possession of the land which the Lord the god of your fathers is giving you therefore i teach you the statues and decrees of the lord as the lord my god has commanded me that you may observe them in the land you are entering to occupy observe them carefully for thus will for thus will you give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations who will hear of all these statues and say this great nation is truly wise and intelligent people. Wise and intelligent people. For for what great nation is there that has God so, gods s- so close to it as the Lord? Our God is to us. Whenever you call upon him, oh, or what great nation has statutes and decrees that are just as this whole law, which I am setting before you today? However take care and be earnestly be and be earnestly on your guard not to forget the things which your which your own eyes have seen No, let them slip from your from your memory as long as you live but teach them to your children and to your children's children the word of the lord thanks be to god okay i'm going to read it one more time book of deuteronomy keep the commandments and your work will be acceptable um work will be complete excuse me keep the commandments and your work will be complete deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 1 to 5 5 to 9 okay moses spoke to the people and said now israel hear the statutes and decrees which i'm teaching you to observe that you may live and may enter in and take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, is giving you. Therefore, I teach you the statutes and decrees as the Lord. My God has commanded me that you may observe them in the land you are entering to occupy. Observe them carefully, for thus will you give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations who will hear of all these statutes and say, This great nation is truly wise and intelligent. Wise and intelligent people. For what great, great nation is there that has gods so close to it as the Lord our God is to us? Whenever we call upon him, whenever we call upon him, or what great nation has statutes and decrees that are as just as the as this whole law which i'm setting before you today however take care and be earnestly on your guard and not and not to forget the things which your own eyes have seen nor let them slip from your memory as long as you live but teach them to your children and to your children's children the word of the lord thanks be to god Okay, so we know that Deuteronomy... um, I don't know if you heard the term deuterocanonical books. Deuterocanonical books, those are the books that Protestants often refer to as apocrypha. Um, Questionable books, disputed books. Um, But the term... uh, uh, deuteral canonical. Okay. Deuteral sort of like second, it, uh, the words Deuteronomy technically, I think it, it comes from the Greek. It means second law. Uh, and then, uh, or second, um, like sort of, sort of, I think it means second law. I know. I believe that if I'm wrong, I'll correct myself, but it's been a while since I looked into those terms, but I know, I know I, I remember hearing, hearing that being mentioned. Deuterocanonical, can canonical, as in canon of scriptures or you know, rule, means second canon. Now, uh, that is the second part of the Old Testament. And I think they've just been put aside because since there's like what you call the canon that Mesoretic uh, Jews accepted, that is the after the the destruction of the temple, I think the Jamnia, I think it was, was supposedly with some rabbis. Made decisions about it. Well, anyway, Deuteronomy means second law, and basically, it a lot of it. I think, from what scholars say, seems to be coming more from Moses and sort of God giving his um, permission. I guess you can say permission for Moses to write these things. Uh, for I think whatever reason, because I think, I think he, he realized, uh, the difficulty with the nation of Israel. But anyway, if we look at this, Moses spoke to the people and said, Moses spoke to the people. Now, Israel, Israel, hear the statutes and decrees, which I'm teaching you, teaching you to observe that you may live and may enter and take possession of the land which the Lord. The God of your fathers is giving you. Therefore. I teach you the statues and decrees. As the Lord my God has commanded me. That you may observe them in the land. You are entering to occupy. Observe them carefully. For thus will you. Give evidence of your wisdom. And intelligence. To the nations who will hear. Of all these statutes and say. This. Great nation is truly wise and intelligent people for what great nation is there that has gods so close to it as the Lord, our God is to us whenever we call upon him. So this to me says exactly which our Lord says, my house is is to be a house for all nations. They were supposed to be an example they would have converted people if they actually had an open heart, a truly, a, a true faith. Imagine, imagine if they actually converted people. Imagine if they made their impression with the people. And technically, that's what they were supposed to do. But it seemed that they, they, they failed at it because you can see Moses wanted them to be an example to inspire the other nations to want to become believers. Okay. So, um, whenever we call upon him or what great nation has statues and decrees that are just as this whole law, which I am setting before you today, he wants them to, to, to really make an impression. They were supposed to make an impression, but, no, that's not what that's not what happened. However, take care and be earn, and be earnestly on your guard, not to forget the things which your own eyes have seen, nor let them slip from their memory as long as you live. But teach them to teach teach them to your children and to your children's children. I truly believe they were supposed to inspire, uh really make an impression. Imagine if they did. Imagine without all the, the scandals and and uh, their weaknesses, their hidden sins. I mean, that's that's what they were supposed to do. They were a type picture of the Christian Church. They were supposed to, in a sense, inspire, bring people into the faith, and they did. There were some conversions. There were some some people who who decided to join them. There was, but they. They didn't bother to be a missionary people. They didn't bother to go a step further. They didn't bother. You know, they decided to to um they seemed to enjoy the scandals more than anything else, sadly. Anyway, uh let's go on to the next uh let's go on to the Psalms. Okay. Psalm hundred and forty seven. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Glorify the Lord of Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion, for he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. He sends forth his command to the earth, swiftly runs his word. He spreads snow like wool. For frost he straws like ashes. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. He has proclaimed his word to Jacob, his statutes and his ordinances to Israel. He has not done thus for any other nation. His ordinances he has not made known to them. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. K. Okay. As always, whenever you see the name Jerusalem or Zion, think of the church. Think of the mystical body of Christ. Think of the the uh, the new Israel. The new Jerusalem is the church. Um, he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. Um, the bars of the gates are the sacraments, the sacraments, the, 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 the sacraments that strengthen us, that keep us holy, uh, baptism, confirmation, uh, confession, Holy Eucharist. Um, these are, you know, these these things strengthen us because they come from Christ, and the Holy Spirit strengthens us, communicates His grace through them to us to keep us a, a holy people. He sends forth His command to the earth, swiftly runs His word, the gospel missionaries going out, back, uh, converting souls, bringing souls into the mystical body of Christ. Sorry, it's a, someone's bike outside. Um and of course, you know, he spreads snow like wool. I'm gonna look at this a little bit. Frost, he straw uh he strew he strews like the ashes. I'm gonna look at this as like the Holy Spirit, symbols of the Holy Spirit, because snow um uh, he spreads snow like wool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume this is referring to the Holy Spirit because it spreads, in His grace, His power everywhere. The Holy Spirit. He has proclaimed His word to Jacob, His statutes and His ordinances to Israel. He has not done thus for any for any other nation. His ordinances He has not made known to them. We. We. We have we have the gospel, and we have we 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 have been chosen. The Holy Spirit has brought us. Christ has brought us into his into his mystical body. Um, it's not Buddhism. It's not Hinduism. It's not Islam. It's not Scientology. It's not science. It's not uh, anything else. There's no government on earth. We have we have the truth. We have it. And it's not, you know, and, and the thing is, yes, there are other Christian churches, but they're, they're offshoots of, of the Christian faith. They are smaller branches, but they don't have the sacraments. You know, the apostolic churches we have, in you know, like the Coptics, the... Um, the the Armenians, the Greek Orthodox, the Chaldeans, the Syriac—they're all members of of the of the Catholic Church, and they all, you know, they have their traditions and customs. True, they're East, and we're West, but yes, we are still the Apostolic Churches because we come from the Apostles. Okay, let's go on to the Gospel. Okay, the verse before the Gospel. Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. You have the words of everlasting life. It's from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 6, verse 63. Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. You have the words of eternal life. All right. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17 to 19. Whoever keeps and teaches the law will be called great. All right. All right. Jesus said to to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish, but to fulfill them. Amen. I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, Whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 17 to 19. Jesus said to his disciples, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter, will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And one, uh, gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right. I I actually love this part, this part of the Sermon on the Mountain. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill them. To fulfill. You know, usually something says fulfill them, but the same thing. Amen. I say to you, and until heaven and earth pass away. Not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus did not come to destroy the law of Moses or the prophets. Okay, he never, he never did that. But what? But he has come to bring them into completion. His presence on earth, his incarnation, his mission, his li- his birth, life, death, uh, his birth, life, ministry, miracles, mission, death, and resurrection was to fulfill it. Was to bring it into completion. Was to bring the message of God, the the covenant, into completion, not to destroy it, not to to destroy it. And another thing is, he revealed the mysteries behind some of these uh, some of these commandments, like circumcision, um, the ritual washing, um, the the Passover. All these things were basically to reveal. That they were shadows, shadows. Okay, the circumcision. Oh, you know, technically, yeah, that was that was by covenant because, because man, man himself, um, physically, and spiritually, was living in sin. Man himself was was a prisoner of of temptation and sin, the original sin, but Jesus Himself, through His body his perfect life his sinless life completed it completely you know uh, you know made it null and void he he replaced it with a new sac with a with a truth sacrament one that men and women can share actually you know baptism and then of course the uh, the baptism confirmation the baptism of conf- i mean the you know the, the baptism i'm sorry i call it confirmation i'm saying baptism confirmation um, confession holy eucharist marriage except for the priesthood the priesthood itself which is you know uh, holy orders that's you know basically for men but the point is even like last rites almost all of them except for the fact that women can become can take on the uh like say become a nun uh a religious but But the priesthood is, is that for the, for the men. The point is, is that Christ fulfilled it. And the reason why is, is because that's, Jesus is God. He, he is God, he is God. And the point is, I mean, the burnt offerings. And I mean, imagine if we were doing that today. No, it would be, it would be crazy, especially. No, no, all the burnt offerings, all the the ritual blood is not going to complete it. Is not going to take away any sin. Only the Son of God can take away our sins. And that's important to remember. It's you know He has decided to make it even more to make Himself more accessible. Because all that all that was a barrier. Until the appointed time, the incarnation came into the world and the incarnation, the son of God, fulfill, brought the covenant to fulfillment in himself and made it possible for all the the world to come to him and to come to salvation. All right. So, um, let's end it here. Let's say the, our father, hail Mary and St. Michael in the name of the father, son, and Holy spirit. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle, be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Okay, folks, um I hope I hope I've been able to uh, be of help with you um sharing these these readings um try not to keep them too long um you know I've been going like I said I've been having trouble with my neighbor upstairs so far I've been lucky the last couple of days um I try to do as many of them as I can because you know with work and everything and um been really fasting I've been trying to fast during Lent I guess it can wears you out a little bit it does after a long day you're sort of exhausted Anyway, um, keep praying and keep reading the scriptures, okay? God bless, and I'll be back soon with Thursday's um, readings.